Before we get started today, I have a listener to thank for a donation. This listener wanted to remain anonymous, so you know who you are. Thank you so much for your donation. I also want to thank everyone who's been writing testimonials for my website. I really appreciate all the kind words. That's all for now. On with the show. Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, we are talking about challenges and risks in your art practice. As artists, we are often presented with situations that ask us to say yes to something that feels challenging or risky. This could be as small as the need to rework a painting, to as large as agreeing to a major solo exhibit. Accepting any challenge requires a commitment, and it may feel stressful and bring on self-doubt. Yet successful artists always take some risks that lead to growth and new possibilities in their careers and in the studio. Today, Rebecca and her partner at Cold Wax Academy, Jerry McLaughlin, talk about why it is important to take on challenges and risks in your art practice along with a few stories about their own related experiences. Rebecca and Jerry recorded this episode on video as well as audio, so if you'd like to see the video version, please visit the Messy Studio Facebook page or the Cold Wax Academy Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Podcast or facebook.com slash Academy. Without further ado, here's Rebecca Kroll. Hello, and welcome to the Messy Studio, and this is episode number 171, and it is the first time um, that uh, we've used this video platform, StreamYard, for an interview or a conversation. So today that conversation is between myself and my good friend and partner at Cold Wax Academy, Jerry McLaughlin. So welcome, Jerry. (laughs) Thanks, Rebecca. It's really good to be here in a same but different format. <laughs> right. We, we're, we're very used to um, being in this format for our um, Cold Wax Academy live sessions. So yeah. it's, it's a little different doing a podcast. And we really wanted to just be kind of a conversation about the topic um, that is uh, taking challenges and risks in relation to your art practice. And these are situations that you know, just to say what we're talking about, there's situations that come up that seem a little bit challenging, scary, a little bit out of your comfort zone kind of thing. Um, and we can often hesitate and or maybe say no to these things, but they can really make um, a big difference. Uh, so being willing to say yes to things um, is is kind of a basic attitude of being open, open to possibility. Um and it's not easy for everybody. No, it's not. Um, it's interesting because I, one of the things I often talk about with people is the importance of saying no, because often people have a hard time saying no. But mm-hmm. there's also this problem of, of saying yes. And that yes can be to, you know, sometimes quite large things, like maybe giving a talk or having your first solo show. But sometimes it's just small things that it's hard to say yes to, like, oh, I think I want to try to make a larger painting or I want to try to, you know, be more colorful in my work, something seemingly innocuous. Yeah. And actually, I mean, the whole time, if you're working on a painting um, and, you, and the kind of painting that's changing as you do it, the kind of this process orienting painting that we uh, we teach and talk about, it's like there's a million little risks in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, yeah. you're going to scrape this color away and it's not going to come back or you're going to do something uh, that's going to change the painting a lot. And so often with, um, you know, when we're teaching or uh, talking to other artists, I mean, every time, if I had a nickel for every time somebody <laughs> said, I really want to change this, but I'm afraid I'll wreck it. <laughs> I mean, that's an example of, you know, it's just kind of an everyday risk, right? That's yeah. a, very, a very, very common thing for people to feel like I'm afraid to take this risky little leap into some difference in my painting and yet not really happy with where it's at, you know? Right. And so they're right. kind of poised on the edge of um, moving into something that, that they honestly, they could go through a phase of the painting is, has gone downhill. Yeah. <laughs> we see it, yeah. we do it all the time, right? Oh, I all the time. am const constantly wrecking paintings. Um, and I suppose with practice, you start to recognize that those, those smaller risks usually can work your way out of them if you, yeah. if you do kind of go over a cliff. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that thing you're talking about, it comes up even just in everyday life where people may not like what where they are, what they're in, but they're comfortable and they're familiar. And so it's I think the same thing happens in a painting that you get to a certain point that you are comfortable and familiar with. And then you're trying to grow and expand as an artist, even if it's just by the small steps. And that means taking that little tiny risk in, you know, letting go of this comfort. I've gotten to this comfortably and it's a little uncomfortable to take that risk of ruining it and making it worse. Um, mm -hmm. But, but just to me, just like in life, if that's how you live, if that's how you paint, then you rob yourself or you rob your paintings of the potential for more every day. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I think you have to ask yourself um, in those, the smaller situations and the bigger ones, what, um, what am I afraid of? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what is holding me back here? Right. You know, is it, um, if it's, I'm afraid of a, of a change in my painting. Um, I think you have to kind of embrace that because something is telling you it's time to change. It's trying to try something new. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm always kind of impressed when people are learning to paint the risk that they take, you know, they're, they're willing to try all kinds of things and they're willing to show them to people and talk about them. And then sometimes as we get more and more into a particular way of working, um, it, it, it's a little bit harder to make changes and, you know, they do feel a little bit riskier because you kind of, you have gotten to that comfortable place, that that voice, that yeah. stage where you kind of know what comes next if you want to go that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, in the beginning, it's as though you don't have anything to lose because you haven't really acquired, you know, comfort or skill. It's all just kind of fresh and naive. And mm -hmm. then once you get to a certain point, you start to gain a certain amount of confidence and that feels good. And I think that there's this feeling of letting go of that a little bit um, of, the, okay, I've worked this far. I've, I've worked this hard. I've gotten this far. And now am I going to, you know, take a step back? Um, but that's, 
you know, even even if you make a series of paintings that are worse than the paintings you made before, <laughs> that's not yeah. a step back, especially if you're trying something new. In fact, that's growth, even though it's not necessarily mm -hmm. growth in, in product, it's growth internally. Mm -hmm. And you almost have to expect that if you're really changing something, you have to work through it just like you would as a beginner. If you're going to make a big change, you're going to try a new medium or you're going to... Um, change your scale or something it's not yeah. it's not automatic that you're gonna make it work no um, and in fact i would think if you if you say you're changing and you never really fail or <laughs> take a few steps back then my question would be are you really changing are you really pushing yeah. yourself mm -hmm. um maybe you think you're pushing yourself because i think when people really push they do fail yeah um so those are the kind of the the small, I think the the small steps that we take in the studio in a bigger context because mm -hmm. those small steps do lead to, to bigger change. Yeah. Um, and and then there are those bigger ones, those bigger challenges and risks. And I know both of us have taken these. Um, mm -hmm. I think if you talk to anybody um, whose art career is progressing, who's out there with their work, who has um, basically uh, focused their, their life on their work, uh, anybody will tell you they have, they've made some kind of tough choices and, and accepted some challenges to get there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's, uh, I mean, I think for, for both of us, we've kind of, I don't know, said yeah we're all in we're all in with our business and that was a mm -hmm. huge risk which mm -hmm. is related to both of our art practices mm -hmm. but uh you know i i guess we were sort of talking the other day that it's been what six years since we first started um to write the book and of course the the legendary story is that i wasn't all that excited <laughs> about taking that risk <laughs> no not even a little bit <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had to convince me. And that that has been a bit of a pattern for me, honestly, where, you know, I I, I am presented with an opportunity and um, I'm a little cautious. Uh, you were you were quite convincing. But, <laughs> you know, that was a that was a big deal to, to devote to step in and devote that amount of time uh, to writing a book with we didn't really know each other very well in the beginning no. at all. We didn't know each other at all when you approached no. me. So, um, you know, I, uh, I remember talking to some friends or, you know, to Don or whatever and saying, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of worried about this. And some people were very supportive and like, yes. And some people were like, who is this guy? You know, was he trying to, what's he trying to do? See some kind of con guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like um, you know all these years later and look back and say, well, that was it all worked out so well. I mean, you know, we're right. we're doing well with our business and we've done other projects and um, and yet in the beginning, that was it was definitely a little bit scary. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I I think all of those things that, that we're talking about, big or small, you have to ask yourself, you know, what is the real risk. I mean, really, what is the real risk? Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it, whether it's a, in your painting, you're going to try this thing. And so what's the risk that this painting doesn't turn out? Okay, well, that's 
one painting in a lifetime of paintings or two or three paintings in a lifetime or like jumping in and, and doing this book. I mean, what's the worst? We write the book. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. So, okay. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I think that these bigger risks, they are asking for a commitment. You know, mm -hmm. that's somebody approaches you with something. They want you to do something that's a little bit of a challenge for you. And so it makes sense to, to look at it. I mean, we're not saying jump into everything. No, you no, know, not at all. You, you have to be discerning. And as you were saying, sometimes you, you do have to say no. And people are approached about things that really aren't going to help them. You know, they're right. going to be some kind of a, uh, a something that takes a lot of time that doesn't really get them anywhere or they may not really enjoy. Um, so absolutely, we have to be discerning and, and, and look at it and, you know, just be objective. Um, but then to make that commitment, I think that's kind of the scary part, because yeah. if you're making a commitment of your time, you know, you're to somebody else, at least you're giving up something else. You're probably sacrificing um, something in order to embark on a project, um, whether well, whether it's for yourself or whether you're involved with somebody else doing it. Um, and, you know, yeah. that that is something to lose. You're losing your time, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I think um, that's why that's what always gets me is the time. Mm. I think, how can I, you know, if it sounds like a good idea, it sounds great. Um, okay. I already feel, you know, like there's a lot going on. So, mm. yeah. so how am I going to do this? How am I going to fit this mm. in? And sure. that's always been my kind of stumbling point. Interesting. As I, I mean, I think that's legitimate. I mean, everyone's got, you know, very, very, seems like increasingly limited amounts of time. Um, but you brought up commitment. And for me, you know, uh, one of the things I notice in artists is, is a struggle often to commit um, to little things and to big things, you know, mm -hmm. commit, commit to a medium, commit to a style, commit to a subject matter, commit to a palette, commit to making a series. Mm-hmm. Well, if that is tough for you, then it's probably not a stretch to say it might be tough to make a commitment to, you know, doing a solo show or speaking mm -hmm. in front of a group of people or doing a project because the risk becomes incrementally higher mm -hmm. and your, I think your exposure, your, your kind of vulnerability to, even if it's just perceived failure or inadequacy, at something, even if the outside world thinks everything is great, we're we're exposing ourselves to to that insecurity, and I can see why it can be really really challenging. Um, mm -hmm. But that doesn't make it not important. In fact, I think it makes it all the more important. Right. Well, I think that's a good point. That that any of these things, large or small, whether it's as you were saying, something in your art practice or it's something where um, you know maybe you're responsible. To another person to a gallery to somebody that you've agreed to do something with um yeah that that aspect of commitment um it also frees you though i think once you do uh once you do commit and you get to that point then you're all in mm -hmm. you know and then you're gonna do it so that maybe that is really the um the tipping point <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah of, I... of of getting to that point yeah, and I think that there, at least, at least for me, 
um, there is a reward in commitment, a deep internal reward, because commitment to me is the same thing as choosing. Mm-hmm. And choosing is freedom. And, you know, artists, I mean, really, art is about freedom. It's about doing what you want and choosing what you want. And if choosing is commitment, then I love that. But mm-hmm. it's, but it's hard. Uh, and so I do think that that's kind of a tipping point where you decide, you know, that art is the thing you're doing or this event is the thing you're doing, then really going all in is important because then, mm-hmm. then the next thing to success is following through on that. Yeah. And it's a sense of purpose that is, you know, that's really uh, solid and important in your work and mm-hmm. it helps people you know, not feel like they're drifting around and just trying this and that. Um, but yeah, it kind of all lines up in a good way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're really, I, I don't know, I was sort of thinking about different things that um, that challenge people when, like in an art career. And one of the first things I think is, um, I think you just kind of mentioned it, I was saying, I'm committed to my art. Yeah. That is That is a huge step for a lot of people. Oh my God. I mean, We've been, I mean, we work with a lot of people who come at this uh, later in life. They've had another career. Um, That's one group of people. It can apply to anybody that says, this is what I'm doing. But for a group of people that have had a different commitment for many years and Mm -hmm. other people don't see them as artists necessarily, Mm -hmm. their their family and friends may say, oh, it's something you do, you know, but that that step where you uh, commit to it mm-hmm. that's really challenging really risky yeah and, and um yeah and, and i mean it's and it may not be your response you know if people see you as mother or sister or father or brother or friend and you suddenly say i'm sorry i can't be this for you right now because i'm being artist person as important as special as that might be to you, it might not generate a very positive response in people. So that kind of commitment and that risk can feel substantial if these people are absolutely, you know, important to you. That's a that's a personal emotional struggle that absolutely. Um, and and we we know a lot of people that um, have gone through that and mm-hmm. faced that yeah. all the time. And yeah. uh, so you you commit to making it a priority. Uh, that's that's a risk. Um, you commit to spending money on it. You know, <laughs> I mean that that's risky as well. That's really challenging. Right. You're going to rent a studio. You're going to buy supplies. You're going to um, take an online teaching experience. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I you know we we Jerry and I have been doing this. Um, you know. Cold Wax Academy sessions, and I so respect the people that have taken the leap uh, to do that, and they all seem really happy with it. But mm-hmm. you know, I know that's a big leap, and yep. that's a commitment of time, commitment yep. of money, of right. of everything, of focus. Right. Um, and it's uh, you know, uh, it's it's a challenge and a risk. We challenge people there to do things that they're probably. Uh, that's new to them and and a bit scary at times probably yeah um so yeah it's upping your game you know that's this whole thing uh, this risk and challenge is i'm ready to move forward 
And and all of those those incremental steps of choosing and committing, in the end, they require more and more follow through. Mm-hmm. You know, they become more and more time consuming, more responsibility, like anything important, like relationships, like careers. You know, the more you're in them, the more you're in them. Um, yeah, it's a more, slippery slope. <laughs> right? But the reward hopefully gets <laughs> deeper and better too. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And then the the whole thing about, you know, if you enter, um, if you get to the point of entering the art world as a professional, whatever that means, and that's a little bit hard to define, but when you start working, uh, when you start exhibiting your work and uh, selling your work and showing your work in a bigger context, um, the challenges just start coming at you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's part of, of your success, um, but it is... It is difficult, and I think a reason, um, you know, many people are uncomfortable with taking that that step. They they want to, they're attracted to the idea, but it's really hard that first time that you um, walk into a gallery to show them your work or make a phone call to set up an appointment or whatever it is. It is. Um, it's really hard. It's still hard. It's still hard for me after all these years to put myself out there. Yeah. Um, so I was. I just. I remember. Um, when I, you know, approached uh, just a, a co-op gallery, so you know, a gallery where the the members in the gallery are the ones who exhibit, and you know, just applying, and then them saying, "Well, yes, we'll consider your application, but we want to come over to your studio and see your space and your work and all of that." I was terrified because then suddenly, I I kept feeling like, "Oh my God, I'm going to get exposed as a fraud." They're going to realize that I don't know anything. That I'm going to realize that you don't actually have a studio full of paintings, which you did. (laughs) I mean, these things are kind of ridiculous when we look at them and we say, "What are we afraid of?" Um, Mm -hmm. The people you deal with in galleries, the people you deal with in whatever situation—they're just people, right? You know, but it is. I mean, it is really hard, and and then. Once you enter that world, there's other things that come at you. Like Mm -hmm. the first time you're asked to uh, talk about your work, uh, let's say, well, maybe part of an exhibit. Your work Mm -hmm. is on the walls and they say, uh, oh, and we'd like you to say a few words at the exhibit. Right, exactly. But could you make some opening remarks? Uh, sure. <laughs> and, and I've actually had that happen to me kind of last minute where I was not prepared. <laughs> but if you're prepared, it's just as nerve wracking. I mean, um, you know, it's everybody's sitting there looking at you and um, are standing and there you are. And wow, public speaking is really challenging for a lot of people. Um, I remember when you and I did that in the last show that we had about a year ago in California. And oh, yeah. Remember that? we had to, It was a show about uh, poetry. We had to mm-hmm. talk about that relationship. I mean, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. We, we did it. We were fine. But, you know, it's just that moment when, and take it away, you know. <laughs> right. And right. Looking, here, no, we don't know that people are looking at us, even though they are, you know. <laughs> Right, but, but but yeah, that public speaking thing is really tough, um, and um, you know anything professionally you're asked to do, where you have to have it together, you have to sound good and look good, and you know be on topic, and it's um, yeah, I I challenge. remember when I, when I first got asked to to you know to jury a show, and not you know not like yeah, that's a hard one, a little yeah. like you know a show at a 
at a little like local, you know, coffee shop. Somebody's, right. <laughs> I mean, it was like a national abstract exhibit. And I was like, really? Uh, okay. And suddenly you have to start examining, you know, yourself and stepping it up because, and it was, you know, not only was I insecure about it, but I realized that any deficits that I had in my abilities to do that, I needed to remedy those. I needed to examine mm -hmm. where my deficits were and then work on those so that I could meet the challenge because I wanted to, I wanted to mm -hmm. do it. Um, and I think that's true with you know, anything we do. You need to ask yourself where you are and if you want to move that next step forward, what do you need to do? to get there, whether it's big mm -hmm. or small and be, and, and be honest. You don't, sometimes you don't really know. And no, I'm thinking true. about, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about the first time I went on an artist residency and this was kind of came at me out of the blue. I was really kind of unprepared for it. And, and yet it was so exciting. And I, it was another time in my life where I said, yeah, this is risky and challenging. This is a remote village in the Pyrenees in Spain. I've never been out of the country except briefly to Canada and Mexico. I'm going to travel to Europe and I'm going to find my way to this village. And I'm going to be there with other artists from around the world. And, it was a wonderful experience, um, and I've been to a lot of artist residencies since then, but uh, that first one was was really daunting, and I'm so glad I did it, though. I mean, it was, but when, it, when you were, I was saying, you don't always know what you're getting into. If I actually had known what it was going to take me to get to that village. <laughs> you would have said no. <laughs> it was very dramatic, and I won't go into it, but <laughs> it was quite a saga. Um, but yeah, sometimes you are really leaping into the unknown and that is, it's exciting. And it's also, that's, that's a really, that's a really challenging situation. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, people, people travel for, for, they travel for workshops, they travel for residencies, um, they travel to teach workshops. And, you know, when you add in that, that level of um, out of your comfort zone of, of traveling, say, to another country, that is, it, it's wonderful, it's exciting, it's fun, but wow, there's always some moments where you think, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I, it, it just, just reminded me of something. I just, I just finished my mentoring message six, which is called Your Daily Domino. And what I talk about in that is this notion of constantly doing little things that could line up and then when they all fall, they could lead to something big. And I was just thinking as we're talking here that what I was really talking about in that message was lining up dominoes to create opportunities that really are risks or challenges for you. It's essentially, you're lining up dominoes to create a <laughs> risk or a challenge for yourself. So you're doing this to yourself, you're essentially. You're doing it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, at some level, I think we recognize that. You know, yeah. we know, okay, this one step, what is this going to lead to? What is what is this going to lead to if I say, yes, I want to participate in this, uh, say, a three-person show? Well, does that mean that down the line, I'm going to be offered a one-person show by the gallery? You know, you sort of, you know, you're sort of getting in there. <laughs> right. And and if a lot of people plan ahead in terms of what's going to lead to what, and you don't always know, but that's no. kind of, um, you know, something we do a lot is, okay, if I do this one thing, what else is going to happen? It could be a good thing. 
could be a wonderful thing, could be a scary thing. <laughs> could be no, or it could be nothing. <laughs> could be nothing at all. <laughs> right. The dominoes may go nowhere. Um, but but there is that thing of once you take some small step, there you know you know there's going to be another one. Mm-hmm. And you know, do you? Maybe some people say, I'm going to not even go there. I don't even want to take that first little step. And I think that's hard. Yeah. And one of the things you had mentioned earlier, and I think it applies to all of this, uh, and I, you know, I certainly come across it in, in mentoring and workshops. I mean, just meeting any artists and just human beings is (laughs) self-doubt, you know, self, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of negative self-talk that keep us from making even small changes, whether it's in our life and our painting, you know, and certainly can keep us from big changes. It's Um, so easy to talk yourself out of it. Um, And especially if you have anybody uh, who joins you in doubting. (laughs) Yeah. And people have that in their lives. They may have a a spouse, a friend, uh, somebody saying, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. you know right. and um yeah uh so you have to be strong enough in your own mind to to get around that yeah and i think often that person that's joining you it may not be a a person that's literally there it could be a person from years before your mm-hmm. art teacher saying you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. or a harsh critique when you were in school or and then that little tape becomes the person that mm-hmm. sits in there all the time, keeping you from doing that. And I do think it's important to to face those things and really, really um, be honest with yourself about mm-hmm. what they are um, and then do something about them. Mm-hmm. And maybe take some pleasure in saying, you know what? You're not right. Yeah, You're not, not the boss of me. <laughs> nope. And this isn't true, right? This, this is this, not true. It's not true. It's just a voice. Yeah, it's, yeah, hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I I guess um, you know if 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 we want to, we're getting sort of towards the end here. But if we want to leave people with something, um, I was thinking, you know, that it's really good to ask yourself: um, Is there something in your life right now that you're really not uh, being open to? You're really hesitating to to take some sort of step. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of us could think of something that, you know, we've kind of put on the back burner. We're not quite ready for it. We somehow, we think, oh, that's probably not going to happen. I, if I try that, it's probably a dead end, but I, somehow it's still there. It's still on my back burner. It's still in my mind. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if, if you ask yourself, what have you got there? Is it something that, you know, you really could do and, or should do. Should do. I was going to avoid the should word, but <laughs> I. I mean, I'm not going to avoid it because I, I. I think could keeps it in the abstract mm-hmm. and just possible. And should is the this this has the potential to be really good for me to change mm-hmm. things for me in a positive mm-hmm. way. Um, because if you don't, then you. You're, 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 yeah. What you're losing is you, you've got the, you're the same. The commitment. Yeah. You lose the commitment. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's also good to say, what, look at your own life, say, what, what have I risked? What have I done that was hard? Um, and what did it, where did it get me? And they probably have something that was uh, challenging and risky at the moment. And now you look back on it and say, 
well, of course, that was a good thing. You know, you you did something. We wrote a book. That was a good thing. <laughs> right. And it seems, looking back, it often seems so much smaller, like, in its difficulty or challenge than it did when you were on the other end of it. And you realize that the scale of these risks is often, we, we elevate the scale, the, the real perceived risk, but I think what we often don't see is the potential gain. I think the gains are often so much more than we realize, and the risks are so much bigger than we actually, sorry, the risks are so much smaller than we make them out to yeah. be, and the gains are so much bigger than we actually perceive the possibility to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yeah, I mean, you can look, you have turning points in your life that were the result of a big decision. I mean, you're in Mexico now. That was a big decision. I'm in New Mexico. This is a big decision. Mm-hmm. Right. And both places uh, contribute to who we are and to our art. Right. Um, and yeah, in the in the look back, and and it's hard to even imagine if you hadn't done those things. But I, at the yeah. time, like you're saying, they they seem pretty daunting. The first time you had that idea yeah. um, was daunting. The first and time you the first time you dared thinking of approaching <laughs> me about the book. <laughs> scary, scary person that I am. How many this, nights did you lie awake going, should I? <laughs> Dare well, I? I? <laughs> Email made it a lot easier. <laughs> true enough, true enough. And I just uh, want to mention just uh, how little things, like making little choices can lead. Like, you know, you mentioned me being here in Mexico. Me living here in Mexico with my husband and my dog, my whole life being here basically is the result of one email that somebody sent to me just saying, hey, would you be interested in teaching a workshop here? Three weeks after coming here for that to teach that workshop, we decided to move here. So, you know, saying yes to even things that seem innocuous and see, teaching that workshop didn't seem like a big mm-hmm. risk or a big challenge, but I wanted to do it. And even that led to something, mm-hmm. you know, really, really huge. So, yeah. Yeah, it's funny looking back at those roots of things where you you can pinpoint that moment, and mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. Well, um, any this is what Ross always says to me at the end of a podcast. Any final thoughts to wrap up this session? Uh, you mean <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I always, sure have you have. <laughs> I always have final thoughts. Um, you know, I work with a lot of artists, you know, workshops and mentoring, and this kind of thing comes up all the time. Um, this idea of taking risks of, of, of challenges and and committing to doing something and following through on it. And I, I really just can't emphasize enough the importance of it, even if it's something small like committing to cold wax or to committing to abstraction or to committing to a series of 12 paintings, those little things, they matter. They, they, they have the potential to impact your art your personal life, your art career, so many things. And um, I think it's important to, you know, kind of own up and commit and and gather some courage and, and do it. Um, because I, I think that the gains, man, they're, they're, they're so full of potential and the real risks, ah, they're really pretty tiny. Yeah. It's basically staying where you are. That's the risk, right? The risk is just. <laughs> what fun you know, is that? <laughs> <I mean. laughs> 
All right. Well, I'll be Ross again and say, well, that just about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. (laughs) (laughs) For more from The Messy Studio, please check out www.messystudiopodcast.com and sign up for the email list. You can also find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. For more from Rebecca Kroll, please check out www.rebeccacroll.com and Cold Wax Academy at www.coldwaxacademy.com and sign up for the email lists to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. The Messy Studio Podcast is a core publication management production. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, guys.